to go from that place to a place where you don't know much or you're your place of not knowing mm-hmm. to be a beginner again all of a sudden you're a beginner <sighs> that is such a head trip if you're not prepared for it it's, and that was what happened to me so the road to invention is not always on the straight and narrow path sometimes it's a winding road you are listening to the late bloomer living podcast and i'm your host yvonne marchese this week i'm talking to lou blazer editor and publisher of Briefing Notes. It's a digital newsletter about career resilience, longevity, and the future of work. Very interesting for these times we're in. She's also the host of Second Breaks, a podcast about navigating a changing world and thriving in our careers. So I'm really happy to have her on right now. I love her podcast and I am a regular listener. Um, In my conversation with Lou, we talk about how giving yourself permission to wander and change directions is essential to finding the path that's just right for you. So taking on a new adventure in midlife is not easy. Even if you've always been a confident person, it can cause you to question yourself as you take on the role of the beginner. We talk about imposter complex, ooh, good times, and uh, Lou even shares her do-over notes. Very juicy. Let's go. So, I, you've kind of been, I'm a little starstruck, I have to tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I know, I know. Um, I've been listening to your, to your podcast for, uh, for about a year, I think. And, um, thank you. I love what you do. I really do. Um, I first found you through, um, what works through, through that, through Tara McMullen's what works for anybody who's not familiar, I'll throw it into the show notes. Um, I think it was last, I think where I found you was last August. I've really been like digging back to how did, how did I even find you? Last August, she did a theme on confidence, and and I yes. think I remember the first thing that struck me about you was you talking about how what a confidence shift it was for you to take on even thinking about podcasting. Yes. I think you had made a major so so you made a major change from a high level executive career. Mm-hmm. Right, and went into your own business, and then decided to start a podcast. Correct, and, and that was kind, of, and that is totally what I want to talk to you about is that process for you from the moment of, you know, knowing you're in a career that you you know you need to change, and and talk about like what that was like for you, the un- that uncomfortable kind <sighs> of hanky part of figuring that out. Um, and, uh, and then like what the process was like as you, as you evolved into sure. now. I would love to share that experience because my story, my story isn't, isn't, it's probably not going to be one of the smooth career change stories that you hear about. There was a lot, there were a lot of twists and turns and plot twists in my story. <laughs> yeah. Great. Tell me all about it. <laughs> all right. So I guess let me. So let me just uh, level set, right? So I, um, I was a corporate gr- uh, career person for a long time. That was the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happily climbing the ladder, so to speak, and um, going after that uh, proverbial corner office. That was the goal, and I was happy doing that. I had no qualms about doing that. Um, and in re- retrospect, I was you know, relatively speaking, successful doing that as well. Um, I had I had ideas about doing things on the side, like writing was my big thing. I had this dream of writing a book or books, uh-huh. but I never really had like a big career change plan. Like I wasn't thinking of, I want to leave this and do something different. That wasn't in my mindset at that time. My last corporate job, my last corporate role happened to ha- happen to be a very um, stressful, stress stressful one. I was leading a major reorganization in a company, in a large mm-hmm. company that impacted people's jobs. And anytime you're impacting mm-hmm. people's jobs, it's very stressful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, mm-hmm. And I was the face of that reorganization. So I was the one dealing with HR and 
legal counsel and the people, it was just very stressful. Yeah. And also um, I was leading one of the, one of the newly reorganized divisions. So um, I, I had about 50 people reporting um, to me. I was responsible for them and also a multi-million dollar operational budget. Um, new mandate, new new expectations to deal with from the stakeholders. So, make a long story short, very stressful. But I wasn't complaining. I was, you know, I was a type A person. <laughs> so I was working seven days a week. Um, you know, operating on little sleep, and I wasn't complaining. If anything, I was willing to take on more. But my body. My body was complaining <laughs> and um, there came a point that I hit the wall. There came a point where, you know, the whole, um, you burn the candles on both ends. That happened to me mm-hmm. basically. And uh, there was a point when I, there was nothing else to give. And the doctors, my doctors told me, I got to make some changes with my life mm-hmm. and that I, um, I needed to remove uh, some, as much of the stress that I was dealing with as much as I can. So the plan, what what do I do then? Right? Well, initially I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a three months break. Mm -hmm. Um, That would be fun. Like I I had this condo in Florida. So I'm like, you know, three months walking on the beach, eating seafood. Okay. I can do that. (laughs) Sign me up. Exactly. Read, you know, read novels. Sign me up, and then I said three months of doing that, and then I'll be back in the circuit, and it'll be fine, and I'll be raring to go and mm-hmm. back to the old blue. Mm-hmm. But then three months stretched to six months to ten months, and before you know it, I Yvonne, I just there came a point I could not imagine going back to the corporate life that I was living anymore i just i could not do it and someone told me well what if what if you go back but part-time and i couldn't see myself even doing that because i kind of knew myself there is no halfway it was either i'm going to be back and i was i could i i knew enough of myself that if i were to go back it would be the same as before yeah and i just couldn't what happened like just to interrupt you for a second when you got to your under your three months they're expecting you back right well i took um i actually resigned Okay. So I said, um, I quit, you know, I quit. And then I said, but I will go back to, like, I had headhunters and, um, okay. So you were uh, looking to shift positions. Yeah. And gotcha. Exactly. I mean, basically the same sort of career trajectory. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had given my headhunters um, heads up and I say, I'm going to be, but contact me after three months, after four months, and I'll be back and line up the interviews and I'll be back. Right. Um, but that didn't happen, like I said, because I just, you know, <laughs> I just didn't want to do that anymore. And I kept yeah. extending it. And also I, during the time that I was, um, I had taken the time off, I, um, I indulged with the other parts of myself that I had not been, um, that I had been forgot for forgetting for a while. So especially the writing, it's not like I paint or anything like that, but especially the writing. So I went back to creative writing. I took a creative writing course again. Oh, good for you. So, um, you know, so I said to myself, you know, I'm, I'm going to give myself permission to explore you know, these other parts of myself and to see what else is possible. And I had some savings in the bank that I could like, you know, I could weather this through while I explore. But I also, I also wanted to do some work. So not just like, you know, exploring for exploring sake, but I also wanted to do some work. So some, a couple of people who knew me well suggested that, you know, I've always been interested in career development. I've always been mentoring, coaching people on the side why not do that like legit like why not be a career coach or career you know career consultant and so um i said okay i'll do that that's so that's sort of like the first i guess that was the first act of this <laughs> of this three act story is that, yeah. I, that that the decision to like okay i'm not going to return to corporate life i'm going to explore and then i'm going to you know i'm going to be a career consultant there you go so you, I love that you say that you gave yourself permission to, to go back to something that was under there the whole time. 
Exactly. Yeah. I kind of was thinking, you know, I, um, if not, you know, that if not now, when sort of mm. question also, I was saying, you know, I've worked my butt off all these years. I kind of earned this, you know, privilege or this time I earned this, I can do this. And yeah. like I said, I, 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 um, had some money in the bank that I could sort of like, I could weather this, you know, change for a bit. So, yeah. Yeah. So you started your career consulting business or career coaching business. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, here is probably just to kind of <laughs> warn you. So here is probably where my story or, you know, my plot diverges from some of the other stories that you're going to hear about, because it's not like, for me, it, it wasn't like I decided to make a career change. And so I jumped and voila, new career, new life, new me and uh -huh. sunshine all around. That was not my experience <laughs> at all. Okay, so um, what so, so, um, It wasn't all you had hoped it would be? No. Uh, so, you know, so one thing, uh, you know, I, you probably hear this a lot from people, like they are... Um, they're beset by fears like they they they're stuck or they're paralyzed by fear mm -hmm. um that didn't happen to me so i had no problem uh you i had no like problem somebody who can move through fear yeah so but you have to remember though just to kind of put this in context i was coming from a relatively successful place like i had this career that i was very proud of and I had this narrative running in the background that says, you know, I can do this. I could learn new things. I could put, you know, I could do whatever it is that I want to do if I put my, you know, heart and soul into it. So that was kind of like my, my thing. So I jumped full force and I did what I normally do or did then. And I trusted that I was going to figure things out mm -hmm. um, along the way. Um, and so... I still believe that, right? So I still believe in um, trying things out, you know, and mm -hmm. trusting that you're going to figure things out along the way. So I, I absolutely still believe that. And I am an optimist by heart. And I'm, I'm someone who's very bullish on grabbing opportunities. But there was one thing that I wasn't prepared for. And that that cost me a lot of like pain and suffering. So I was, I was prepared for the fact that my earnings um, will suffer. So I, I was prepared mm -hmm. for the fact that I wasn't going to earn as much as I was earning before. So I was prepared for that. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't understand entirely was that when I moved to a new field, essentially, essentially I was starting over mm -hmm. and you know, that, like, I say it this way, and it sounds so obvious, and they're like, of course, no duh, but it was such a, it was such a head trip, like, to go from a place where you kind of are confident about what your skills are, your capabilities yeah. are, your, your, you know, your level of competence, competence, and to go from that place to a place where, you don't know much or your your place of not knowing mm -hmm. to be a beginner again. All of a sudden you're a beginner. That's a <sighs> that is such a head trip if you're not prepared for oh it. And that was what happened to me. I think that that, I, that has been something that's been a theory of mine kind of going into doing late bloomer living is that you get to this point in life. Yes. You're really good at some things. Yes. Like you've got some stuff handled, mm -hmm. right? And and all of a sudden to, to, to hop onto a, a big change where you are suddenly a beginner, that is a massive mind shift. Yeah. Yeah. That I exactly. don't know if a lot of people are even willing to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and, and the funny thing is I didn't, I didn't realize what is happening or what was happening. So, um, Joanna Penn, who's one of my uh, role models, she's a writer, she's the host of this podcast called the Creative Pen Podcast. Creative Pen, yeah, I think I've heard yeah. you mention her before. 
Um, I, I interviewed her. Uh, I've interviewed her twice now, but the first time I've interviewed her on the podcast, she said something in passing. She was talking about herself and she said something along the lines of, you know, when you, when you're on top of a, a ladder and you move to another ladder, you're starting over because you haven't mastered, you, you're basically starting at the bottom of that ladder because you haven't mastered that ladder yet. Mm-hmm. And I, when she said that, like I said, she was talking about herself and her experience. And I was like, oh my God, that is exactly what was happening to me. And so as I was like, during that period of time, right after I, you know, and when I say period of time, Yvonne, just to kind of level set, I'm talking about years. I'm not talking about weeks or months. I'm talking about, it took a long time. This, I was thrashing about and testing different things. And as I was doing that, which is all fine, you know, thrashing about and testing things are all good things. Yeah. But um, I was getting more and more frustrated with myself because um, it took, it was taking things, it, it took longer for me to do things because I don't know them yet, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't level, I haven't reached a level of expertise or mastery. So of course it took longer, but I wasn't there. Any, like I was, I thought I had passed that in my sort of professional life. So everything was taking longer for me to do. Um, the things that I were producing, they weren't of the caliber that I had expected of myself. Um, and I'm, you know, I am the kind of person who I used to always say, used to always say this when I was in corporate, I don't say this, this much anymore, but I used to always say, set the bar high and then clear it. And that was kind of like my ethos. Mm -hmm. And so I set expectations for myself. I set goals for myself. And Yvonne, I missed those expectations. Like I missed, I did not hit those goals. I did not hit those expectations. And I started to doubt myself. I started mm-hmm. to lose the confidence that I started with. So, so this confidence story of mine is a, a story of I was confident and then I lost them. Like I lost that confidence little by little over a period of time because, you know, as I was going through and learning, I wasn't understanding the phase that I was in in the journey. And I was getting frustrated. I began to question myself. The things that there were fears that I never used. Like I was never a procrastinator. And then all of a sudden I'm procrastinating. Mm. Like who is this person? I was like, (laughs) I was never this person in my corporate life. Um, I was always, I was always told like I was an assertive person, never afraid to share my point of view. And all of a sudden I was I was gun shy. I was not showing up. I was not, I was second guessing whether what I had to say was valuable or if it made sense. I was basically, I was losing my nerve. And, um, but the one thing though that I will say is, um, despite all of that, like all of that frustration and stuff, I never, I never regretted the career change. So I never, ever got to the point where I said, I should have never left corporate life. Right. I I never got there. No. Yeah. Um, Instead, I was saying just like, why can't I figure this out? What the heck happened to me? Like Mm -hmm. what happened to the old, where is my old me? Why couldn't I figure this out? Do you think it was the shift from just simply a shift from um, corporate culture and structures into all of a sudden you're, you have to cover everything, right? Like within, I imagine within your, within your corporate structure, you're, you're in a, you're, they're silos, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're in your silo. Mm-hmm. And that's your, that's where you're, you've got all that experience and all that skill mm-hmm. that you developed over all those years. And now doing your own business and figuring it out, it's like you had to kind of like grow that base across all the stuff. The yeah. Right. Yeah. Sales. Like, the, had you ever done any kind of sales in what you were doing before? I did, but at the different scales. I was a management consultant for over fifteen years, so I I did. So this is was the other thing. So all the things that I said I was going to have to do this in the back of my mind, I said, well, yeah, but I did that. But there is a different. It's different when you are selling something 
like your company, like at that time I was working with PwC, right. it was different to sell the services of PwC versus selling Lou Blazer, right? Yeah. And, and, and selling my services. So there is that level. But all, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, but also I think that at the point where I, when I was doing this and, and, and when, whenever you're doing a career change later in life, um, there's a certain level of it, it's kind of like a two-edged sword so on the one hand you feel confident about your abilities you feel confident about your ability to switch to learn to apply new things but on the other hand you forget that sometimes it takes a long time like you forget how it was when you were starting your career that it, mm -hmm. you know when you were first baking a cake it didn't take you know it, like you know you forget how it was when you were start, first starting something new and yeah. and, and it and requires it requires um some grace giving yeah. your, giving yourself the room yeah which i was not giving myself no, at, at all like yeah no no in, instead it was just like frustration after frustration like two things happened um in and around so 2014 was when i decided to uh start a business go off on my own mm -hmm. in 2018 so it's been a long time that i was in that sort of like thrashing about getting frustrated phase mm -hmm. um I joined a mass. So two things happened in 2018. I joined a mastermind group that was led by Tara McMullen, who you mentioned at the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, so I was for a period of six months. I was with a group of uh, other women business owners, and it was a fantastic experience. But what I, the overwhelming realization that I I came out with came up uh, after that experience. And I didn't share this with Tara or the, or, the, or the other women, but this was the thing that I realized is that I was in the wrong business. That I, not that I was wrong in starting a business, mm -hmm. but that I wasn't doing the thing that was right for me. This, the business mm -hmm. that I was in at that time wasn't the right business for me. Mm -hmm. So that's what I came out of that experience with in the mastermind and also uh, in and around that time, I started working with Tanya Geisler. Are you familiar with her? Tanya I Geisler. Heard her name. Wait a minute. Didn't you just interview her? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. yes, that's right. So she's the imposter complex uh, expert guru person. She deals with that topic. And so um, back in 2018, I decided to work with her. And for the first time, I understood what was going on with me because I would have, I never felt those feelings before and I'm feeling, I was feeling them now and I understood kind of what was happening. And so those two experiences, the mastermind experience and the working with Tanya guys helped me sort of one, understand what was happening and also realize that I got to do something because otherwise it's not working. <laughs> and if I keep hitting my head against this wall, the wall ain't gonna break, my head's gonna break. So. Right, and there's a uh, sunk cost fallacy. Right? Yes, then, exactly. So all of a sudden you're like, well, no, but I put all this time into building this business now. And 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 like, did you have a lot of that? Like, how I, I had, yeah, yeah, exactly. I had that. And also there's this, uh, Ryan, Ryan Holiday says the ego is the enemy because there's these things like, why couldn't you make this work? Other people had made, were able to make this work. Why couldn't you make this work? And if you quit, if you change now, what does that mean? What does that say about you? So there's that thing too. But like I said, those, those two, the Tanya Geisler and Tara McMullen's mastermind, it helped me tremendously and, and helped me gain the confidence again to go back to the drawing board. And, um, and um, it, it was funny. I literally, like literally went back to drawing board. Like I went back to my old notes from when I was first starting to think about creating a business or starting a business. And I looked at my old notes and looked at what I was thinking. What, like, what was I saying to myself that I wanted to create? Mm -hmm. And then I gave again here, you know, I gave myself permission in 2019 to just explore that to see what shape that will take what form and how it feels and then in the fall of 2019 which feels like eight years ago because of covid and right. coronavirus but that was just last year um right oh my god uh so in the fall of last year i um decided to make a pivot so it's a pivot because it's the same um 
Now you already had the podcast going, right? Right, right. So I forgot started, about that. Yes. So, so I did have your podcast. Pod- and that was another shift for you, right? Yeah. And I think that that was the one that I that that caught yes. my <laughs> attention because I loved that you were like, who who am I to be a podcaster? Right? Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, I forgot about that. So yeah, so in 2017, so I had I was um I am a podcast listener. I listen to tons of podcasts. And I know how beneficial it's been to me. And Mm -hmm. so I said, well, why why not start a podcast myself? Uh, But I was, again, it was, I was scared. I was like, you know, all those imposter complex feelings that I wasn't understanding. Um, But then in 2017, I just closed my eyes and said, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm just going to do this. You know, I'm just going to do this. And I'm just going to prove to myself that I'm still the old Lou who can do something. And uh, even though I was nowhere near confident, um, I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of the mic. I was afraid of the voice. I hated my voice. I was afraid I was going to invite people and no one's going to say yes to being on my show. I was Mm -hmm. afraid no one will listen. All those things. But I I did it anyway. So that was 2017. but then in 2019, I decided to pivot. So it's still the same um, topics because I, this is the topic that I love to explore, to talk about the future of work, resilience, career continuity, relevance in a changing workplace. These are the things that I'm very passionate about. Um, and I still am serving the same audience, which are the experienced professionals like you and me, mm-hmm. um, except that instead of coaching or training or consulting um i am going to serve them i'm going to deliver on the mission through by by providing highly created information so i i pivoted the company or the my work that i was doing is that when you started the newsletter yes so i i decided fantastic by the way i thank you so i I decided for better or worse i don't know if this is going to end up to be a good idea but I decided to keep the name because I, I love second breaks is the name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I decided to pivot the, the pro- basically the product, right? So the newsletter, the highly created newsletter mm-hmm. and then the podcast also. So the podcast, um, the, the nature of um, what I talk about or that um, has evolved. Um, and, and so I went from a week, in week out, so it was. It used to be a weekly podcast for interview folks about their career stories, uh, and now it's a seasonal podcast. And every season, I dive into a topic that's relevant to you know the kinds of things that we are concerned about. So it could be future work, it could be impact of technology, it could be resilience. In this case, um, the season that I'm developing right now is all about career continuity and resilience because that's what's relevant right now. Yeah. So again, like serving the same people on the same topics, it's just that I serve them differently. Um, and I will tell you that this pivot is, um, is closer to who I want to be. And I know that's such a cliche to say that, but it's, um, it's through trial and, and error that I figured out, like, this is, this is who I want to be. This is what I want to do. This is where I want to make an impact. This is, these are the things I want to master. And I feel that this is where I could be of highest, uh, my highest contribution. But again, like I said, um, back in 2014, I, I didn't know that. Right. Right. And so I probably wouldn't have gotten here until, unless I've gone through all that. Exactly. (laughs) I was was just talking to somebody and, and there, um, she, she said, one something she she'd seen in a in a uh, fortune cookie that has stuck with her all these years. Uh, we were we were talking about some of the some of the little quotes, some of the things that we constantly tap into to to keep going, right? And one of hers uh, came from this fortune cookie, which I'm probably going to butcher this, but it was like, "Begin, and the rest will fall into place." Yes, and that's what yeah. you did. You. Yeah you you started down a path and then when you saw that 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 you were coming to a wall Mm -hmm. you are now shifting and I think that's that's the thing that I think we we all want the nice tidy story of (laughs) you know oh I 
I did this and then and then I, I, I had an awakening or an epiphany and um, I made that change and everything was good. La, 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 and, you know, <laughs> happy ending. Yes, yeah, yes. No matter what, it's going to be a process. And, and for me, it was shifting into photography. Going into photography was a, my first big pivot. And then uh, about a, a little over a year ago, I made a change within my photography business to how I was going to do it and who I was going to offer my photography to. That was a huge shift for me. And all of it being, and, and this whole idea of the podcast was in my head for, it's probably been in my head for about two years now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. Um, and I kept thinking to myself, no, not yet, not yet. I got, I got to stay with the photography and, and, and follow that and, and yes. focus on it that I got to put my energy there and get to a certain place with that before I can make another shift, you know, and, but what, what's really there, I was, you know, December of this year is when I realized, no, I I have to, I have to move forward (laughs) with this. I I can't (laughs) off any longer. And if it, you know, and I'm going to try to do both, and see how it goes. Cause I'm not ready to give up the photography. I love it, mm-hmm. you know, but what I, what I love about that, what the new pivot I've done is it's really story-based and that's yes. what the podcast is, yeah. is telling people stories. And so I'm, I'm looking, I'm, st- I'm just still on this journey of like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, um, well, the great thing about that, Yvonne, is that you, you allow, you gave yourself the space to just, you know, let it grow like the, mm-hmm. the, the pivot to a different kind of photography. Right. So you gave it space instead of, um, you know, Oh, here's another bright shiny object. Let me go do that. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and so now that you're finally doing the podcast, it has it has a uh, it has a layer. Of, it adds a layer into your whole storytelling sort of journey. Mm-hmm. So it's fantastic. Yeah. Because like you, I mean, I'm, I love I, I know you're a book lover and a po- I'm a podcast junkie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's awful. It's a problem. <laughs> um, I love it. And, and, and what. So here's a question for you. If you, if you were to give advice to somebody who is in the middle of trying to figure this out for themselves, either maybe they don't know what they want to do or they know what they want to do, but there's so many reasons not to do it yet. So I, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. My kids are still this, my parents and, uh, but, but, but all the, all the butts. That come right. up. Um, what would be your advice to somebody to to kind of get them over the hump? So I have these things that I call do over notes. So first and foremost, like I'll share a couple of them because I think they will apply as well. But the first thing that I would say to someone who is in that sort of phase is um, something I, I I love saying, which is like you can't you won't be able to figure out if you like the hat or not until you try on the hat. So you can't look at the rack and say, I like this hat. Well, yeah, but you had to put it on, try it on, see if you actually like it or if it suits you. So the thing that I would say is just give it a go and try it. It doesn't have to be a big major decision that, okay, I'm going to do this and this is going to be my new thing. You could just try it. Just like imagine that you're baking a cake and nobody has to know that you bake, you're baking a cake on the weekend. And so if it flops, it flops, right? Mm -hmm. So just, but give it a try. So having said that, then on top of that, I will share three of my, like if I were to do a do over, Mm -hmm. (laughs) these are the things that I would do differently. And I think, you know, for that person who's going to give it a try, sort of like my my way of giving advice one is that um remember the uh, beginner's face just understand that you're going to go through that uh there's going to be a period of time when you know i call the liminal period it's between this is my past and this is the future but the past i'm letting go and the future is just shaping and i don't know how it's going to look like and in that in between period it could be uncomfortable but just know know that you're going to experience that going in mm. and um, appreciate because there is there is value in that sort of 
phase in your journey. Don't rush it. Don't like, like yeah, what I was don't doing. Don't assume that the discomfort is a sign that you shouldn't be doing what you're right. doing, but right. look at it as building muscle. Right. Um, exactly. Right. And don't yeah. rush it. Don't be like, because that was what I was doing. I was trying to get past it as soon as I could. And, but just mm -hmm. there is value in that phase. And, and one of the things that can help you um, be in that phase, you know, comfortably without, you know, uh, pulling out your hair uh, is my number two do over notes, which is build your sport network right away, immediately. I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. like uh, the way that I would say it is like, if you move to a new country, well, you're gonna have to build relationships in that new country. Like, yeah, you you want to hold on to your old friendships, but more than likely, your old friends are not gonna be able to help you in the new place. Mm. Right? So you have to build new, you know, relationships in that new place. And I didn't do that. I, love I that. did not do that. So I did. I, I I went for far too long without help. Without yeah, I was trying That's to do it my on my own. For the year. Oh God, yeah. Do you, I don't I, know if you've heard that. Do you do you do like set yourself a word for the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your word? I this is the first year I've done it, and my word this year is help. Yes, and it goes because I total weakness of mine. I'm very independent, and I yes hate asking for help. Oh my gosh. It just, it makes me so nervous. I feel like, uh, you know, I don't want to be in any, but, oh, you know, I, I don't want to take advantage of anybody. I don't want to, you know, be beholden to somebody. There's so, it's so loaded for me to, to ask for help. And I'm realizing what a weakness that is. Yeah, I can, I, I 100% relate yeah. on that because that is, that was me. Um, like I, we get no points for being a martyr trying to do everything on my, on our own. Right. And so, and I still struggle with it. Like now I say, you know, get help, get help sooner. Mm -hmm. uh, but I still struggle with it. Like I still have to deliberately say, okay, Lou, you know, I think happening? it'll be a lifelong yeah. struggle for me probably. But, yeah. and, and then the yeah. other aspect of that, of having help as my as my word for the year is also because what I want this podcast to do is be a help to other yes. people. So I'm looking to, I think on the, the other part of uh, what I've realized about myself is that I'm trying to be a better friend in general yeah, yes, know, and, and trying to be more available to people to be a help to them. Yes. Too. Yeah. Cause I do tend to like shrink into my little hidey hole, you know, and, and just kind of go around doing my own little thing. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah. One of the, um, uh, Shannon Paris, who's the community manager at what works at work. Um, I interviewed her for my podcast as well. And there was one thing that she said, um, you know, th this was, she was talking about a time in her life when she had lost her, she was laid off and she was in that in between and didn't know what to do next. And she was just sharing with people what she's doing and what she's, you know, she's just asking, what are you up to? What are you doing? This is what I'm up to. And in just in that sharing, mm -hmm. um, she was getting ideas. She was getting mm -hmm. input. She was getting suggestions. She was getting feedback. Uh, and so in a way, like, you know, it, it's, you're asking help, but it's not like, oh, Yvonne, please help me. But it's just, I'm just naturally sharing what I'm doing. And and if I were to do things over, that's one of the things that I would do is I just yeah. feel like I, you know, so for example, just, hey, I'm starting this podcast or I'm thinking about doing this podcast, like just sharing before it's per quote unquote perfect. Yes. Before you're ready to share it with the world, just share what you're doing and you'll be amazed at how many, you know, how many people will jump in and give you feedback or encouragement or input or suggestions, all the things that, you yeah. know, can I've only been help. kind of talking to my friends on Facebook about what I'm doing, kind of just putting oh, it good. out there, you know, yeah. and sure enough, I mean, that has been happening. People are, you know, have, um, you know, I, I asked, I did a little shout out asking for a few people to help me out by just doing a little interview with me that yes. wasn't for the podcast, but was more about like a, a seeking interview about, what are the issues you're facing? What, where are you at right now? And just trying to get um, an idea of where people are at. And people are so generous with yeah. their time. And, you know, other people are pointing me off to other people to talk to. And the more you talk to people, the, the more, yes. ah, you know, it's, it's awesome. 
you are so much better at this than me. I, it took forever for me to learn that because I was like, oh, I don't want to ask. Well, I've had to learn it through the photography business too. Ah. You know, I, because for so many years, the photography business for me was a side gig. Um, <sighs> I didn't do any kind of marketing, any kind of, literally it was word of mouth. That's how my yeah. business, business built was somebody I'd done photos for somebody and they told somebody, but I didn't ever really network, really put in, I wasn't looking at it like a business. Yes. You know, and in the past couple of years, I've really had to take on what does it mean to be a business person? And how do I, how do I even do that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't come from a business background like you. I'm, you know, I, I'm a creative. I, I was an actress before I was a photographer and, and you know, so all new to me. All yes. new to me. I've been yeah. on a crash course and new ladder, <laughs> new ladder, big time. And I uh, have had to learn how to, you know, how to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, love that advice. And what you call it the do over. What is it? Again? Your phrase? <laughs> I call them my do over notes. Like if I, if I had, uh, if I could do things over, like if I had a mulligan, these were the things that I would do differently. I so love that. I think I'm going to try to highlight your do over notes in the uh, show notes for people. Cause I love that. Um, and then, you know, the other thing I kind of wanted to touch base on, and I think we have maybe a little bit, um, you, you've, you've hinted at it is on your podcast lately, you've been talking a lot about resilience. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and it's so timely with where we are right now. Um, I have a quote from your most recent newsletter. Uh, it says, we have the opportunity yes. to reposition ourselves within the organizations we work in and the communities we serve to upskill and reskill, mm -hmm. to reimagine how we can use our expertise in a changing economy to be more relevant than we've ever been. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I 100% believe in that one. Yeah. Yep, me too. Me too. The last recession was my first big pivot. That's that's when I picked up photography. Mm. Um, and and so I and I think that this is such a key time for people to go in and really be looking at um looking at where they're headed next and how yes. they want to weather this storm. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Like what's what's a good game plan for people right now? <laughs> Any ideas? Uh, I, uh, many, but the thing that comes to mind, so, okay, so let me just uh, preface this by saying that this feeling of uncertainty, right? So we, all, we have this feeling of uncertainty and um, just my experience is that we feel uncertain. We feel more uncertain when we're just sitting on the sidelines and watching things and waiting for things to happen. Mm -hmm. The more we are dis like disengaged as in, not actively shaping our future, the more uncertain we feel. So number one, so we want to not sit on the sidelines, but engage because the moment we do that, then we have, we have, a, we, we are participating in the shaping of what's going to happen to us. So that's my overall thing. But the thing that I really want to say is that it, the the great thing about change, and we're all afraid of change, we are all afraid of change or not wanting change, maybe, mm -hmm. is a better way of saying that. No one wants change for change's sake. But the, the good thing about change is that anytime there's a change, there are opportunities if you pay attention to what's going on. So I would say if you are employed, get curious about what's your company doing, what is happening in the company, what is happening in the industry, what is changing figure out a way that where can I raise my hand to volunteer? Where, where can I, uh, uh, so just to kind of give a couple examples, maybe, maybe you're a storyteller, right? So maybe, maybe you're an accountant right now, but you, you love telling stories. So maybe say, you know what, every Friday, we're going to highlight uh, someone's story on our weekly memo from mm -hmm. the boss, right? Mm -hmm. And volunteer to do that. And so you're showcasing a side of yourself that maybe they haven't seen. And who knows where that's going to lead, right? Yeah, so yeah. maybe, maybe you want to podcast, or you want to learn how to podcast. Why not suggest me? Can we produce an internal podcast when we're talking mm -hmm. about like certain things happening in the company? Smart, yeah. In in the in the in, you know at the same time that you are uh, learning podcasting, 
on company time and maybe they'll send you to training on their dollars as well and you're bringing them huge value exactly you bring them value there you're allowing them to see you in a different light right Mm -hmm. um and so you're expanding your skill set you're you're jumping into roles that you may you know if if you want to change roles right or you know and you can do that that's what i love about change if you are a business owner I saw a lot of experienced business owners who very quickly reinvented themselves as soon as this thing happened. It was so fantastic to see what they're doing, right? Yeah. To reapply their skill set in a different form. And that's what's great about being a small business owner is because we don't have boards of directors who must approve what we need to do, right? Yep. So Nimble. the company is a little bit different. but. Yeah. Things like that, we can do that. We can harness. That's what I love about change. That's really, really what I love about change is that we have an opportunity. And we are at the front row seats. Like I always say now, we have this window. Granted, it's a big window and we're going to be here for a while. So it's not like the boat has passed or the ship has passed and we've lost our chance. No, we're going to be here for a bit. And the companies we work in, the industries we work in, um, the, the communities we serve, we are going to keep adjusting and you're going to, if you get, stay curious and stay and keep asking those questions, where can I lend a hand? Where can I expand my role? Where can I showcase, like flex a different muscle? You're going to participate in your future, in the shaping of your future. Let me get off my soapbox because seriously, you want, oh, I can go on and on it. about this yeah, topic. I love it. I keep going, girl. Keep going. I love it. Because this is what I'm really passionate about. And this is what I try to highlight, you know, both on the podcast and also on the newsletter, is it this, this, like we have this. And we, know, we live in amazing times. I mean, wow. you know, this is, this is off the hook what's happening right now, but going into it, the resources that we have at our disposal, if this had happened, like when we were kids. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. what, what do you do? We, yeah. we still, we're so connected via zoom chats like this yeah you know you can learn anything on youtube yeah exactly there's so many possibilities of being able and there's you know there's so many ways to step into something where you can just kind of dip your toe into something and see where it goes and there's no gatekeeper there to Mm -hmm. keep you back from doing it that yeah. you can, if you want to start a YouTube channel, start a YouTube channel. Exactly. See what happens with yeah. it. Like there's totally. so many possibilities. And let me tell you, coming from, coming from that, like the, the, the ex, you know, manager mindset, like I loved, I loved it when people just raised their hand because you feel the pressure as the person in charge to come up with everything. Mm-hmm. So when someone raises their hand and say, Hey, you know, I know we want to, can, I can do this right? I, I can start this, I could do a, whatever it is. It's, it, it is so welcomed. I bet. Whether or not it's And I never me. thought of that when I yeah. was working someplace. I never would have yeah. thought that they would want to hear from me with some yeah. wacky ad hoc idea. Yeah. No, it is so, I, let me tell you. And, <laughs> and if in the end, even if, even if you suggested like, you know, I could do this, I could do a brown, uh, brown bag lunch on Zoom to talk about, you know, whatever, you know, and even if they say, no, let's not do that. But the fact that you raised your hand, let me tell you, they will remember it. I certainly remember those people. Right. And they're going to think of you for yeah. some other project maybe yeah. that yeah. they're like, oh, you know, she, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, you, you know, this person is thinking ahead, is not, you know, and is willing to expand, learn more. things. Mm-hmm. I love this person. I'm going to do everything I can to, you know, make sure that she is a good position going forward, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you so much. Um, so what, tell me a little bit about what's coming up for you next. Okay. So I, so I am very excited about the direction that Second Breaks Media is headed. So I'm very excited about the transition to a seasonal, uh, uh, podcast where I re- can really get curious and can really dive into a topic. Uh-huh. So I really love that. And I really love more than anything else. The, the one thing that I'm really excited about is the second breaks newsletter, which is a, a highly curated newsletter. And the thing that I love about it is I figured out a way to, 
to make use of my own nerdiness and my own love of reading and, and going down rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. And because I do this normally anyway, and I figured out a way to make use of that and make it, um, and not just make use, but le- really leverage that, lean into that and make it useful. So yeah. I scour through, you know, all kinds of websites and journals and newspapers and magazines and books and podcasts and videos and what have you so that I could select a high, you know, uh, curate highly selected um, pieces of information along uh, about the topics that you and I are concerned about. And that are so Resilience, future work, these things that we are all concerned about, right? And I can deliver that in a tidy digest every Sunday. So that is really it combines my 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 love of writing too, my creative writing, mm-hmm. and like I said, I, I love going down rabbit holes. I mean, seriously, my favorite too. It's is, such a problem for yeah. me actually, because I can I can all of a sudden I'm like, uh, I need to be actually doing things, yeah. and all I really want to do is go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh, and then that one, oh, that one looks good too. <laughs> Well, right. And so now I can do that and uh, I can research my, Uh, I could research away and know that it is for a purpose. (laughs) I can tell, I can tell that you're on the right path because I can see you're glowing. You're glowing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of, that's what I'm really excited about. And, and I've begun to sort of like um, combine the not combine but like pull in elements of the newsletter into the podcast so just the creativity part of it you know of, of being able to flex that muscle I'm really excited about so yeah very cool so anybody who wants to check Lou out she's at secondbreaks.com right mm-hmm. and yes uh, and you can find links to her podcast and you can sign up for the newsletter there I highly recommend the podcast by the way and um, and I'll have all this stuff in the show notes for, for thank you as well. Thank you, thank so you much for being on. Uh, this was fantastic. I love chatting with you, Yvonne. Thank, thank you so much, you. and good luck with your podcast. I so I love that you're doing this. So thank you so thank much you for that. So much. I'm so excited to be doing it. And I'm so I'm just so glad to have you on so early into it. Ah, all right. Yay. <laughs> Alrighty then. I sure love talking to Lou. And I hope you guys found some useful tidbits in there. Since I spoke to her several weeks ago, she's since changed the name of her newsletter to Briefing Notes. As I mentioned earlier, I'll provide links to her information in the show notes on my website so you can go deeper and learn more from her. Um, So hey, listen, if you enjoyed this, please share it with anyone you think would also enjoy it. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already so you don't miss an episode. And, oh, next week, I am talking to John Vaughn of Story Focused Media. He's got a great story. I think you're really going to like it. Um, If you have a spare moment and you are enjoying the podcast, please take a moment to leave a review. That would be super helpful. And thank you so much. I'll see you next week.